know, this virus has um, not been one that we've had got a full handle on. And we do know that there's been things like the poor air quality that's been going on that's pushed some folks more indoors. Um, and so uh, we don't point um, exactly what the future holds, but you know, I think things that, that we have tools to really continue to help give us the best protection possible. We've got uh, our vaccines out there. Um, we talked a little bit about our access to testing. Um, and then, you know, folks uh, have gotten in the habit of putting on masks and when they're in high-risk situations and if they themselves are at high risk. Uh, and so, you know, I think we hopefully won't see spikes like we've seen in previous summers, but, you know, we have to be ready and stay ready, which is what we're doing. Mm. We're talking to a medical director for the Minnesota Department of Human Services, Dr. Nathan Chomolo, talking about long COVID and just the, where we are with COVID uh, just in general. Uh, so talk about this team of the long COVID, the, the guiding council and the long COVID team at the, the Minnesota Department of Health has put together. What is this team all about and what exactly is it supposed to do? It's been up and running for over a year. I'm really trying to data and uh, understanding about what we know about long COVID, you know, a condition that uh, happens after folks get COVID, most often after you get uh, a severe case of COVID, but we do know that folks with mild cases of COVID uh, can develop long COVID symptoms. Mm -hmm. To understand uh, what system is doing to be prepared for folks that aren't COVID. Different uh, that are looking at when you go to the doctor's office, are the doctors ready to uh, diagnose and recognize long COVID? And then do they know um, where to send you? Uh, do are, are we able to pay for uh, folks' uh, care who have long COVID? Do we have the right ability to identify and make sure you get resources for things like disability benefits if long COVID uh, ends up uh, interfering with your ability to, to work? And, and so really trying to understand uh, the impact from multiple levels, including the community, because we know COVID-19 has impacted our community differently than other communities, um, certainly hit us harder in many respects. And so long COVID-2 um, has the potential to hit us harder and wanting to make sure our communities are at the table, uh, letting us know what they're experiencing, what their needs are when it comes to long COVID. Dr. Tremolo, I, I know that uh, there are some symptoms, there are specific symptoms. Can you talk about some of those symptoms of long COVID that some that you've seen uh, that some people seem to have? And also, is, is long COVID included in that? Are there mental health issues that people make that you've seen that people have behind the whole COVID virus and just people like they, they don't want to go out, go out as much as they used to? Or um, some people are more germophobic than they used to be because of all the cleaning that, that we were told to do. Uh, talk about some of those long COVID symptoms that people that you're seeing in people. That's where it's a little difficult because there's a lot of overlap with a lot of different things that you know can cause you to feel ill. But uh, amongst you know what we've seen so far is you know, folks who experience long COVID most commonly uh, report things like feeling tired or fatigued, um, or if they you know do normal activities, they have uh, trouble focusing the way they used to. Um, they could have ongoing fever, uh, cough, chest pain, um, headaches, troubles with their sleep, and as you are kind of these symptoms can make someone just to others like they're less interested in going out, that they're more um, reserved. Um, we, def we don't typically see folks developing things like, you know, 
phobias, um, you know, that are clinical. But um, but certainly we have all been talking about how to stay safe from germs, and some some folks do take that to a different level. Right. Um, but that's not necessarily long COVID. Mm. But yeah, I think there's a wide variety of symptoms. You know, digestive. There's folks who've had their hearing has been impacted, um, joint pains, uh, and so that is part of the challenge. Is how do we make sure that you know? lot of different ways uh, identified and can get connected to different resources and if down the road we you know we hope to find treatments uh, that we're able to connect them to those as well indeed is there uh, any treatment available for long COVID and also do you expect new boosters this fall that people should be aware of prevention uh, you know is certainly the first step, and we do know that um, folks that have gotten their vaccines uh, at this point appear less likely to get long COVID. And so certainly trying to make sure you get uh, your up-to-date vaccine this fall. We do anticipate the FDA, the CDC will approve a, a new booster that will be targeted towards the Omicron strain that's been circulating more this year. Um, and so think of it like our flu shots and how those get updated each year with kind of the newest flu strain. Um, our scientists have been doing that for our COVID uh, variant strains for the last uh, year and a half now. Uh, and so the hope is that folks will be able to get that uh, around September, October, uh, if it gets approved. Um, and, and hopefully we can kind of do a push to get our flu and, and COVID shots together to, to prevent any of these kind of long COVID uh, type symptoms from the beginning. Where can people find out more information, Dr. Nathan Cholomolo, if they're just looking for just information to stay up to date? Yeah, so um, the Minnesota Department of Health has a long COVID webpage. The CDC has a long COVID webpage and really uh, recommend folks check that out. And you know, one of the changes we haven't talked about quick that I'm going to the plug here is with the end of the public health emergency and some of the changes in our laws, folks have to renew their Medicaid. So they have to, you have to get your health care through Medicaid, which about 40% of our uh, community does. 60% of our children get their health care through Medicaid, right? And so um, everyone's going to have to in the next year uh, renew that to make sure that they, when they show up to the doctor's office, they show up uh, to the pharmacy, that everything continues to stay covered. Um, and so folks should be getting an envelope in the mail with like a blue dot. When you see the blue, it's time to renew. Make sure you uh, fill that out and send it back as soon as possible. And you can go to Renew My Coverage. Um, just Google uh, Minnesota Renew My Coverage and you'll be able to find information on that if you've got questions. Well, thank you for covering that. That's very important information that I'm sure a lot of people didn't know. Uh, so thank you for uh, mentioning that. Dr. Nathan Chomolo, Medical Director for Department of Human Services. Always a pleasure. Thank you for keeping us up to date and talking about where we are with long COVID. We appreciate your time. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Hope everyone has a great weekend. For sure. 721 on the clock. Chris Brown is on the way. Plus Jasmine Sullivan and the baby. They're up next. From Eden Prairie to Falcon Heights to North Minneapolis, we make the city sound good. DJ, turn it up. 88.1.